Welcome to Ulcerative Colitis, Autoimmune Healing Journey. I am your journey guide, Jay India, and I am so happy that you are here because this is a supportive, positive environment where we can heal together. This is episode 26, Surviving the Holidays with Ulcerative Colitis and Inflammatory Bowel Disease. Please note, I am not a doctor or health professional in any way. If you would like to attempt something mentioned in this episode, please consult your doctor first. Okay. Well, first of all, I want to say that I got another five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, which I love. So thank you so much. And the contest I talked about, what was it, a week ago, two weeks ago, no one has come forward (laughs) with an answer. (laughs) So I may have to restructure that question a little bit. I know it's a tough question and you cannot Google it. I made sure you couldn't Google it. So Again, what big show in the early 2000s had a character that was diagnosed in one episode with UC and she talks about, I said she, I mentioned the character is a female, so there's another hint, but you go to the doctor with her and you see her get the diagnosis. I guess I have to add another hint, this character. Hmm. Should I add this hint? Is it too big of a hint? No, I think I'll add it. This character was eventually killed off in this series. And again, I cannot express enough that this was one of the biggest series in the early 2000s. So I'm going to leave it at that. You can DM me, you can email me and give me your answer. Again, I don't need the actress's name. I need the character's name. And you can just use the first name or the first and last name and say from this show, but I need the character's name. Okay, good luck again. (laughs) This is my second holiday season after being diagnosed with ulcerative colitis. So I'm a newbie compared to many of you. I had someone write to me the other day who's been diagnosed. I guess she's my winner. She's been diagnosed for 40 years. So again, I, I understand I'm quite a newbie compared to some of you. I won't discuss last holiday season because I didn't have a full scope of my diet yet. And quite frankly, I still don't. But with the new knowledge I have, I will discuss my Thanksgiving meal for this year and what I plan to eat. For me, I think it's important not to suffer. If we all, you know, if we want to get all Buddhist humans are constantly choosing suffering over joy. And during the holidays, it shouldn't be that way. I was lucky because I was raised in a family where my parents did whatever they wanted for the holidays. They felt no obligation toward their relatives. Basically, we celebrated the holidays as just the four of us, which of course, I mean, I'm not going to lie, it was boring as a child, but saved me from witnessing and being part of a lot of unnecessary drama. So why am I telling you this? My parents taught me to choose joy over suffering during the holidays, especially. If that's one thing you hear today, please take in this message and sit with it. Here is the message. This holiday season, choose your joy. So suffering may come in different forms, such as driving for hours for a holiday celebration that you don't want to attend. You're not excited to go to. We've all been to them. Attending a holiday celebration where you know you'll be tempted 
by all the amazing food, food that you shouldn't be eating and you know will cause you a flare, being a martyr to make sure everyone else is happy but you, or even staying at home miserable because you're letting food choices keep you from friends and family that you love and you've been dying to see. Whatever your form of suffering is, think about how you can end it this holiday season. I'll give you an example from my own life. I have a lovely cousin who invites me every year to her Thanksgiving dinner because I would have to drive through holiday New York City traffic, including the major bridges and highways. It would take eight hours round trip to attend this celebration. I refuse to put my husband and myself through this hell. <laughs> I politely told my cousin, thank you for the invite. I really do appreciate being included and that's the honest truth, but I'll probably never come because of the drive. And she completely understood. Now, I know many people won't be that understanding, but that's a relationship and a situation that you may need to examine. As for the actual food for this Thanksgiving, we're inviting a friend I like doing things early on the holidays. My wish for Americans is to have holiday breakfast or brunch instead of late lunch, early dinner, or an all-day celebration. I personally cannot stand the late lunch, early dinner that starts at 4 or 5 p.m., and this is very much a New York City thing. Instead, we'll have a lunch that starts at noon, this way my guest can spend a few hours with us and then she can drive home in the daylight and in no traffic while other people are eating. Also, I don't like eating late at all. This is so not my thing. If I eat past 6 p.m., definitely 7 p.m., it's hard for me to sleep. Basically, having Thanksgiving with me is like having it with a senior citizen. <laughs> as long as people realize that, they're cool. So for this Thanksgiving meal, my husband will cook a turkey that I can eat. And what does that mean? He's doing a turkey in an air fryer. And I think he might put beer in it, but I'm not even sure he does that. I think maybe he only does a little bit of oil, a type of oil I can eat. So that would mean, I mean, he would never use ghee or butter. I'm guessing it's olive oil. And then he'll put some spices on it. And then he'll make his own crappy box stuffing dehydrated mashed potatoes, and packaged gravy. Ugh, so gross. <laughs> no judgment, just a little judgment. I am making a sweet potato casserole that I can eat, and then I'm trying a jalapeno cornbread recipe made with smooth cornmeal. So I'm not putting any of that. I think they want you to put extra corn chunks. What are those things? Extra pieces of corn no, that's not happening. Obviously, we know corn's terrible for us. But I have to say with regard to the cornbread, this may change because I'm not sure if I'm definitely going to do this recipe. But I looked it up. It's pretty easy. It's pretty simple. I can have a little bit. I can't have a lot. It has cheddar cheese, jalapeno, cornmeal. So, you know, when you think of in terms of Ayurveda, and you're going to learn all about this in the next two weeks, Ayurveda, that that will increase the fire in my body, which is not the best thing for IBD. So again, if I do it, I can only have a little bit, but I'm okay with that. I'm not someone who is obsessed with cornbread, so it's fine. I may saute or braise asparagus too. 
And I also want to say with that sweet potato casserole, if you guys want the recipe, it's not my recipe, just DM me. And what I do is I have, it has, I remember it has brown sugar in it, which is the worst thing it has in it. I don't do marshmallows. Oh my God, I went to Trader Joe's the other day and I just picked up a package of marshmallows to see the ingredients. Horrifying. You guys know all this, but just disgusting. But anyway, with the sweet potato casserole, the only thing that's really quote unquote bad is the brown sugar. So there's a brown sugar coating that you put on top. I think it's brown sugar and butter and I'm sure there's something else I'm missing. And you can put that on top and it's of course a lot of brown sugar. I don't eat the on top, I eat the underneath. So with the underneath, there is milk, I believe, and sweet potatoes and a little bit of brown sugar, just a little bit of brown sugar. And that I feel that I can eat because I'm not overloading myself. But I did eat the top with all that brown sugar crisp and that was bad for me. So again, I'm only going to eat underneath while my guests can eat on top, if that makes sense. My friend is bringing a spatchcock chicken, which I've never had it spatchcock. So I'm very excited about that. I just learned what that is. Spatchcock is when they take out the backbone. So it looks like a butterfly. And supposedly it's an amazing way to make turkey or chicken. As for dessert, I am making no-bake cookies for my husband as a surprise, and I will possibly pick up a pie. I have this farm stand that's open all year long. I luckily live in an area that's rural and all into the farm stands and the organic foods. I'm very lucky about that. And they make these great pies. Most likely it'll be a berry pie or key lime pie if they have it. For myself, I'm making pumpkin spice muffins from the Simple Mills mix because I can eat that. I just want to say about the no-bake cookies, they're more for my husband. They're not the healthiest because they have, I think the recipe calls for a cup and a half of white sugar. And I don't substitute with, let's say, coconut sugar or anything like that because my husband will be like, what the fuck is this? This doesn't taste the same. (laughs) So, and it's funny. It's a funny story in our family because my sister-in-law kept trying to send her brother, my husband, these no-bake cookies. That was their thing as brother and sister. And they kept being, the box kept being broken into. We went through two times where he never got the cookies, even though she, you know, overnighted them from Colorado, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So now I make them and I say they're from her. I keep up that brother-sister bonding, I guess. But with the no-bake cookies, besides that, you know, that's a lot, right? A cup and a half of sugar. But besides that, the ingredients aren't bad at all. It's peanut butter, it's oats. I know I'm missing stuff. Vanilla extract. It's unsweetened cocoa. So it's not that terrible. I feel like I can control myself with it. So that's okay too. So when I examine this menu, I'm happy with it. I'm avoiding white potatoes for now, which is why I'm allowing the nasty dehydrated (laughs) potatoes because I just, I feel like I'm not tempted or I wouldn't be tempted, but I just rather not be tempted. Every time I eat white potatoes, I've had a strange reaction to them and I started to notice it time and time again. So I really have no desire to eat them. I feel like I can easily refuse the weird box stuffing and the chemical-laden gravy. And the most important thing is that I have plenty of options with turkey, chicken, casserole, cornbread, asparagus, and muffins. 
And let me be really honest, I will probably have a no-bake cookie or two because I'm the one making them. The ingredients are, you know, not horrible, horrible, but I can't overdose on them. So as you can see, I choose my own joy for this holiday. I wanted a small early in the day Thanksgiving with plenty of food choices and I've made the food so I know the ingredients. I'm also spending the day with two people I truly enjoy spending time with. For me, that is how I'm surviving ulcerative colitis and inflammatory bowel disease for the holidays. And by the way, it's more than just surviving. It's a day I can look forward to. To all my American listeners, happy Thanksgiving. I know I have many Canadian and Australian listeners, so my goal for the new year is to be up on your holidays as well. (laughs) If you guys want to help me and DM me, or um, email me and tell me what holidays are important there that we don't know here in the U.S. I know when I lived in Australia, there's some type of Labor Day, but I don't think I was there for it. But I have to look everything up. And I know Canada has Thanksgiving, but at a different time. So if you guys want to help me out with that, that would be awesome. I obviously know we celebrate Christmas and New Year's, (laughs) you know, at the same time. I'd love to know things like in Canada and Australia, is Easter a big deal? With Here in the U.S., with some people it is, with some people it isn't, but it's still recognized. And I'm dropping my basics of Ayurveda episode on Thanksgiving Day, right on that day, on November 24th. So when you're done feeling stuffed and gross and cursing yourself, this episode can get you back on track. Then on December 1st is Advanced Ayurveda with Joanne Pavin, which you know her from other episodes. And then after that, I may have another small episode and then I'll be taking a break. In my household, when we have that perfect poo, we call it a green heart. And you know what I'm talking about? It's that shit where you're so proud because it comes out without any blood and it's perfectly formed. It's the perfect color. You know you are in a good place gastrointestinally when that happens. Therefore, I wish you all a green heart day.